Welcome to the ECS Compass, the Eagle County Schools podcast where we celebrate successes, share ideas, and find inspiration from within our own organization to spark innovation and engagement. Be sure to subscribe at eagleschools.net slash podcast to make sure you're in the loop. I'm Taylor Lower, Communications Manager for Eagle County Schools. I'm Philip Pullman, Superintendent of Eagle County Schools, and I'm joined by Dr. Katie Jarno, Assistant Superintendent of Curriculum and Instruction. Hello, Dr. Jarno. Good to have you here. Hello, thanks for having me. It's nice to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your history in Eagle County Schools. Well, I grew up in Eagle County. My family moved here in 1972. We actually lived in Gilman when we first moved here. So I went to kindergarten in Minturn. I attended Meadow Mountain Elementary School, Eagle Valley Elementary School, Eagle Valley Middle School, and I graduated in 1988 from Battle Mountain High School. So um, my dad was a teacher at Battle Mountain High School, so I have a long, long history in Eagle County Schools. I spent most of my adult life in New England, but I moved back here nine years ago to be the principal of the middle school I attended, saw that school through the construction phase and then took a job here at the district office as an assistant superintendent. Excellent. And as I understand, it was the Jarnos uh, were a house divided. You had a sibling that did not go to Battle Mountain High School. Yes, my brother was the valedictorian at uh, Eagle Valley High School in 1985. I like to also point out that his daughter and two sons all are either currently attending Battle Mountain or graduated from Battle Mountain. So I like to rub that in whenever I possibly can. (laughs) Excellent, excellent. Well, in the past, we've highlighted teacher practices that demonstrated innovation and courage. And today, we're going to do something different. We recently wrapped up a series of kindergarten information meetings to welcome parents of incoming kindergartners to our schools. I know our high schools have also done something similar, where they've hosted showcase nights to bring in the eighth graders to learn about high school programs. I want to talk to Dr. Jarno today about the value of community schools and the article that you wrote in the Vail Daily recently. Expand on that idea of what you think a community school means. A community school is designed to serve a specific area as an educational institution but also as the heart of the community. Our community schools are determined based on physical address. Um, We have very specific boundary maps, but the community school is more than just the neighborhood school. We also have schools that are the heart of their community in a different way. Vail Ski and Snowboard Academy is the heart of the competitive skiing and snow sports community and are adding other sports to that as well. Sandstone Elementary is the heart of the Vail community and even though a lot of their students live in Minturn or Redcliffe or come from other parts of the district as open enrollment students, it really is the the heart of that community. When we had a financial crisis in this district several years ago when I first came, one of the items on the table was closing Red Sandstone Elementary School and there was a huge outpouring from the community about the importance of that school to the Vail community. And so community schools are geographical, but they're also symbolic and more than just education. They serve as a hub for the communities in which they reside. I'd like to echo that sentiment in my many years that I worked at Battle Mountain High School. We started to monitor how frequently community groups used the facility, and in a single year we could easily see over 400 different events hosted in the high school by different community partners, and we always wanted to make sure that we could let the facility be available to those groups uh, because the work that they did is so important to the students and and families. So I definitely understand how, how the school facility itself serves as a hub for community activities. I think that community schools are incredibly important, and we're lucky to live in 
a county where we have a lot of different schools and a lot of different communities. When I grew up, there was one high school at one end of the valley, one high school at the other, one elementary school at one end, one at the other. There wasn't a lot of choice, and now we have schools that you can walk to. When I was in school, it was um, an hour bus ride to school every day. We didn't get back from sports until seven or eight at night. Now we have schools that are geographically in the communities. Schools are obviously concerned with academic learning of students, but part of our equity work this year has been around building tone and trust and connecting with students on a more personal level to help them succeed in the classroom. This also ties to engaging our families and and getting parents involved. Could you explain a little bit about how parent involvement is critical in our community schools? Sure. I think that community schools allow parents to be involved in child schooling and allows parents to connect with resources. Um, There is a lot of research that shows parent involvement in school is one of the top predictive factors of success for kids. So having a school that is convenient to the community is extremely important in that. When schools and parents work together to help support students, um, students are more actively engaged and actively involved in their learning. They have a sense of belonging, and that's really what's essential, is that feeling of belonging to the school, belonging to the community. Um, That promotes their physical, social, emotional health, knowing that they have a support system behind them. It's so much easier to try new things and ask for help when you feel like you have a trusting relationship. I think part of that relationship is built when you see your teachers and your principals out in the community. I once taught a lesson on etiquette to my students and I was um, on a date and had a student come in and explain to my date how to push in my chair, um, asked him if he had pushed in my chair for me and then taught him how to do it and suggested rather firmly that my date up his game in terms of his manners. And I had to look at my date and say, "Um, welcome to my world. If you want to be with me, this is what it looks like. He's now my significant other, so that worked out. But it's just that it's that interaction outside of school. It's seeing teachers on the ski slopes. It's seeing teachers, you know, I always like to go to events that kids have at the fair and rodeo at, you know, outside events for students. I think that sort of interaction builds those relationships. And then when we're asking our students to do things in school, to take risks academically, to push themselves academically, or to um, be more trusting emotionally. That's easier to do when you have a more well-rounded relationship. If uh, all students see is they see you in class every day or in school and they don't realize that you know you have a whole life outside of school, they're not as willing to work hard and to take risks. So I think it's It's building that sense of belonging and understanding that we are all part of this community and the school serves as the heart of that community. Our schools have lots of opportunities and built-in supports to give students the tools they need to develop and succeed both academically and socially. We touched on the idea that parents and family members connect with resources through our schools. Can you talk a little bit about the kinds of resources available to families through our schools? Sure. Um, Schools are places where friends and neighbors meet, but they're also a place where health and social services connect with our families. Our staff work with parents and community resources to identify ways to help our children and their families who face challenges and enrich the lives of our children. For instance, we have more counselors in our schools than we've ever had before. Um, We have the Hope Center in our schools. We have therapeutic services and crisis services that are available in the schools. So 
when you have a, a student who is having an emotional crisis or has some mental health issues, we have to address those issues before we can expect them to learn in the classroom. And it can be very taxing for families to be able to to get that help. And so by having those services in our schools, mom or dad doesn't have to take off work, come to school, pick up their child, take them to therapy, bring them back, go back to work. We've got it all right there. Um, and I think that's a huge benefit to our students. I don't think we can overemphasize the value of our partner organizations in providing those supports. You mentioned the Hope Center and the therapists that they have assigned in many of our schools, and that wouldn't be possible without the work of the Eagle Valley Behavioral Health Group. And we've also got partners in in MindSpring Health, and Dale Health has been supportive of that initiative with behavioral health all along. So we're fortunate to to be in a community with so many helpful organizations that are willing to, to lend a hand, recognize a need, and put their resources towards it. And then, of course, there's so many local organizations that give students after school activities for enrichment. In addition to school-sponsored activities like Speech and Debate, Future Business Leaders of America, sports and activities, we have local organizations that provide students with opportunities to participate in activities like mountain biking and winter sports and field science exploration, uh, visual and performing arts, music, and the list goes on and on. If you had to summarize this uh, conversation about community schools, what would you say are the, let's get to the, like, the main three ideas. I think in summary, communities provide learning opportunities that are educational and life-based. Schools at the center of the community support social networks. They support relationships between parents and students and community members, staff members, principals, even superintendents. And that creates opportunities for young people and it adds value to the whole area. A strong community relationship makes it easier to get resources to support students and to positively impact their learning. If parents and students trust their educators, then we can go beyond just giving them the academic supports that they need. We can also reach into giving them some personal supports, um, mental health supports, you know, whatever it is, getting them the supports that they need to live their best life. And, and that allows kids to achieve academically and to be ready to move on to college or career or whatever it is that they want to do in their adult lives. Don't go away. When we come back, we'll get into the symbiotic relationship between community schools and local businesses. very dependent on the community partnerships is the Career X program. Can you explain how Vail Valley Partnership aligns with the Career X objectives to benefit our students? Absolutely. Our relationship with Vail Valley Partnership is incredibly important. Amanda Spanigal is our Eagle County School District side of it, and she works very closely with Vail Valley Partnership. They are the business contact side, and we are the kid contact side. So it's really um, a little bit like the Match.com of getting kids ready for their adult lives. It starts with just career exploration, and we've done some great field trips to Vail Health, 
Uh, kids learn how to actually start an IV. When we went to the high altitude training center at the Eagle Airport, we got to be climbing in and around helicopters. As it turns out, I am not tall enough to be a helicopter pilot. <laughs> so that's unfortunate, not a career path for me, but that ship has probably sailed anyway. Excellent, excellent. And the program has several layers. It, it starts with job exploration and getting kids to learn the ins and outs of what's happening in different careers. But then when they find something that they're more interested in, we can open the door to internships to discover whether or not that is the right career path for them. The next step is with a nonprofit group called CareerWise to develop a structured apprenticeship. And kids continue to earn high school credit, but get significant job experience. And that usually serves to either reinforce their thinking about a career choice, or in some cases, it uh, surprises them and they learn that this is maybe not what I'm interested in, so we save them some time and money for making a poor choice. But I, I think it's a symbiotic relationship between the school district and the students and, and businesses. It's good for the kids and it's, it's good for businesses. And I think the way that um, those programs are set up that it's, it's a real progression of learning for kids. So it starts with exploration, just kind of looking at what what's involved in these jobs, asking some questions, finding out what is the path to the job that I want to do. If I want to fly a Black Hawk helicopter, what kind of grades do I need to be getting now? What kind of things do I need to be looking for in the military? What sort of opportunities? What branch of the military? Um, and then from the exploration, then we go into internships where students are working a few hours a week in local businesses. Again, kind of trying things out. They're highly supervised. And then from there, moving into career-wise and the apprenticeships where kids are being paid to work part-time at local businesses, building relationships with those businesses so that then there comes summer employment. Some businesses are willing to help kids with their college in hopes that they will go get a degree, come back to the area, and continue to work for that business. So it's it's a great partnership between the community and the schools. Again, community schools, we're all working together. And I think that, you know, the ultimate end game there is that we have our local kids who are coming back here to start a career, to raise their families, and to continue to be a part of our community. So it's an incredible program. And I think that, you know, without our partnership with Vail Valley Partnership, without the amazing work of Amanda Spanigal, we wouldn't be able to develop all the relationships that we need to develop with businesses and with kids and work out all the kinks of, you know, scheduling, transportation, all the pieces that go into getting those explorations, internships, and apprenticeships to work. Thank you. Uh, sounds complicated, but it seems like a, a, a great benefit for our kids and for our local businesses. Absolutely. Hugely worth it. But it is, you know, it's a lot of work, and there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes with that. But it's absolutely worth it. And I think we've seen with some of our kiddos um, just how beneficial that is to them. I had one kid who I had in middle school who had a, an apprenticeship with um, Ecotransit who is moving into a whole career in being a mechanic and knowing him as a middle schooler and seeing what kind of a learner he was, this is the best thing that could have happened to him. And I'm, I'm so proud of him and it's so great to see kids who are really finding their niche and finding their pathway through these explorations. 
Great. Well, Dr. Jarno, I appreciate your time today and thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. This was fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of the ECS Compass. Leave us your comments or teachers you want to see featured at eagleschools.net slash podcast. Like and subscribe on your favorite listening platform to make sure you're following the ECS Compass.